Okay, hello there. We have started this podcast. Uh, I'm trying to get everyone, well, Brian and Leah, who's in the office, but she didn't want to talk. She's too good for us. But Brian continues to play Pokemon Go. So that's so 2000 and late. Pokemon, but, um, gotta catch them all. We'll, 2000 and late, that's pretty lame, too. Yeah, I know, but it's just as lame as Pokemon Go. You're lame. So we're going to move ahead. Yes, Don't I didn't say I wasn't lame. I just said it's <laughs> lame, too. I know what lame feels like. I know what it feels like when someone's left out and then they lash out at everybody uh, that's doing the cool game. Uh, yeah. I played Pokemon <laughs> Go with Roly for like the first six months, and he decided to move on, so I did, too. Oh, I did, so. too, to be fair. Fair enough. But now I'm back. But it's okay. I'm just as much of a dork as anybody. So, uh, so today we have the usual cast of characters. Christina. Hi. Our lovely education director here at GCT. And Brian. What's up? Our do-nothing ed- executive director. The ED, Please. if you will. I'm making money, y'all. And Leah's here. She's not on mic. Do you want to yell hello? Hi. Yeah, that voice carried. So I'm sure it picks it up. Uh, so what we're going to do today in this podcast is we're going to start with we, you know, we normally this is when we review a classic show and tear it to shreds or Kill say it. eh, it's okay, meh. But we're going to continue our October and talk about a classic horror movie, if you want to call this a horror movie. So today, what we're on is dramatic pause. Chopping Mall. Yes. I didn't say Shopping Mall. I said Chopping Mall. You like to play on words? We're already in. So this movie was released March 21st, 1986. This is a classic. We totally leaned into it. 80s horror-esque movie. Um, so the storyline, and this has got a long storyline for a movie that's only 77 minutes, I think, was the runtime. The Park Plaza 2000 Shopping Center is implementing a new nighttime security system developed and monitored by Securetronics, very original, while part of that system is fortifying the interior with impenetrable doors timed to be secured from midnight to 6 a.m. The core of the system is three 101 series protector robots who are programmed to neutralize any non-authorized personnel until the police arrive. On the first night of this new system, eight, and it says in parentheses, four pairs, uh, we couldn't figure that out, of the younger shopping center employees are secretly planning on an after-hours party at the home furnishings store in the mall, so chosen for the beds and couches for more intimate pursuits, it says. Set up on a blind date, Ferdy, Mazelle, and Allison Parks are the two somewhat reluctant attendees. Mild-mannered Ferdy wonders about the state of the store after the fact. It where is where he works, and proverbial girl next door, Allison, who has only worked at the mall for a week. They don't know anyone at the party besides her co-worker, Susie Lynn, and their party takes a turn okay. for the worse. This, this is the longest. This is too long. Yeah. Why is it this is so long? long. This isn't a byline. This is like the movie. Yeah. Well, the tagline is shop to you drop, comma, dead. So, I like that. That's so goofy. that kind of sums it up. Yeah. Of course, That's they good. didn't really shop. They're just there. Yeah. 
So Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 50%, yeah. which is higher than I would have expected. The audience what? score is 38%. What? Wow. Now why? let's move to the Metacritic score. Again, mm. wait for it. Out of 100, 22. Interesting. Okay. Oof. It's basically a 2 out of 10. A crit, the highest rating that I could find was a 40 from TV Guide. Okay. Weird. Quote, there is nothing original or especially interesting about this film, uh, although in jokes abound. Unquote. I, I would disagree with that. I do too. Critic who gave it a beloved? 25 from the AV Club said, quote, looking cheap, rushed, and often, often apathetically thrown together, except for the lovingly shot scenes involving gratuitous nudity or, su- nudity or sudden violence. Unquote. I agree with that one, but I wouldn't have given it a 25. I would have gone higher. So... Yeah. What do you guys think? What's your overall impressions to start with of this movie? Loved it. It was great. Better than The Lost Boys, at least, right? Yes. So you thought. <laughs> if I had to pick which show I had to watch 10 times in a row, it would be Chopping Mall. That's very funny to me. Oh, it is shorter, so that helps. That it's, does help. Yeah. What about you, Christina? Oh, I love Chopping Mall. This is not nearly the first time I've watched it. Uh, won't be the last. Yeah. Love, love, love. Classic 80s fare. So stupid. So good. <laughs> Yes, I I completely agree. So let's start with the categories. Brian, we'll start with you. Best scene of the movie. Uh, best scene would have to be when the robots wake up the first time and just kill the uh, the security the guy, control room guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that part. Good. And he turns around and looks about sixteen times. Yeah. <laughs> and the robots are smart enough to go, nope. Not, yeah, not that, awake. That is one of my favorite things is like the idea of these security robots also being sneaky. Yes. They're because very devious. why? It's so funny that they, I, yeah, we were really tickled at that too. So, what was your uh, best scene of the movie? Oh, I, um, I adore when Susie's head blows up. <laughs> Wait, is it Susie whose head blows up or is she the one that gets lit on fire? I think, I get, I think Susie gets lit on fire. The other one. Her head yeah. blows up. The actual girl's name is like Susie Slater, I think is why I'm yeah. confused. Because she was uh, in Reanimator. <clears throat> yes. So, yeah, I I mean, my I can't say one best scene because all the deaths in this movie are, are pretty, pretty goofily memorable. Yeah. I mean, the catching on fire where it's clearly like, it's almost like an Austin Powers moment of, come on, Susie. And she clearly has time to get away, and she doesn't. So she's on fire, too, for so long yeah. that, like, they um, they had, like, problems with, like, the rating. They, like, ended up cutting it down is what oh. I found out, that she was on fire longer than that. what's in the final cut. And longer still, than what was there. Isn't that just bananas? I mean, because like, they could have had a weenie crazy. roast with how long she was in the cut yeah, They Yeah, they apparently had to cut it down because she was on fire so There's long. There's the phone. Of course, right in the middle. Sanchez. No. 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 Sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy. We have our own Jimmy here, but we're not answering. It's a weird number. So yeah, that I did not know that. That's uh. Is that the same call ringing? Yeah. Oh, Leah's answering it. So there you go. We'll talk over her. So uh, okay, Christina, worst actor in the movie. Hmm. I have a pair. I mm, I do too. I wonder if it's the same same pair. I hate 
Um, what is the pretty boy's name that smacks the gum? Oh yeah, I don't know him, but yeah, I can't remember the name. He's pretty bad. I I literally only because the like noises he makes with his mouth really hurt me inside. Yeah, I agree. It's painful to watch. He's not even a horrible actor, but yeah, it's but the the smacking sound like somebody's nephew who got thrown in there. It's very rough. So Brian, your turn to say who the worst actor or acting was in the movie. Uh, the opening press conference thing where they're describing it, there's a couple yes. that are poo-pooing the whole idea. Yes. They're terrible. Yes. So apparently, those two are like B-movie horror stars that have been in a bunch of other oh, stuff, Oh, Mary too. Warnoff. Yeah, is, Mary. She's in a bunch. She's in yeah. Warlock. She's in Night of the Comet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so, I guess uh, Paul Bartell, the guy, too, apparently was in a bunch of stuff. I didn't recognize him. Yeah. I probably I don't, would. I didn't but... either, but apparently, like, they're, they're, like, being in there, and a lot of their dialogue is, like, really cheesy homage to a lot of crappy <laughs> horror films, which I thought was right. very funny. Yeah, no, they're awful. There's a uh, lot of that in this movie that I didn't know about because I didn't understand the source material. But right. apparently, there's just tons of like nods to other B horror in this. I know. I mean, I noticed a yeah. handful of things that it was sort of like that looks like something that's been done in this movie or that movie. But yeah, yeah I did, I guess I didn't realize it was a lot of them. It's too deep for me, but apparently, it's there. <laughs> I mean, because like I said, another movie she was in, Night of the Comet, was always one of my favorites when I was a kid, and it's got a lot of nods to old '50s style horror movies, yeah, and a few nods to more recent things. I mean, it was '85, but there's a few not, and there's a lot of nods to pop culture in it, and I mean, another movie that Kelly Maroney, who's in Chopping Mall and Night of the Comet. She there's a nod in Night of the Comet too. She was in the cheerleader movie. Yeah. And yeah, it's like yeah, there's a lot of that type of stuff. Yeah. Very incestuous. Mm-hmm. So Okay, so next category. Christina, best thing about the movie. Oh man. Yeah, where do you start? Huh? I yeah, where to even start? I just adore the robots. I love them. <laughs> They're so Funny. The little hands that go click, little, click, yeah, click, click. Like their little crab hands. It's so goofy. Like everything about the plot is so preposterous and wonderful. Like the budget of this mall. What? Um, and the robots only really say one thing. And I, I was literally about to say my favorite. I just die every time they say, have a nice day. Yes. I just can't. It's my favorite. You know what I thought of when I rewatched it is the cab, the cab in Total Recall. Yes. The original Total Recall, the Johnny Cab. Yeah. When he says, "We hope you enjoyed the ride," it's it's, so it good. was very much like the robots in Johnny. And it's a beautiful like example of repetition, just making things funnier and funnier. Oh, I just yes. love it. I love them so. It's, it wasn't as good as like Batman and Robin or anything. You know, <laughs> you're not taking me to the cooler. Nipples That's on a bat suit. Oh, <laughs> uh, as I told Mrs. Freeze. This is a one-woman show. <laughs> right, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. Yes. So for you, best uh, thing about the movie. I love the fact that there's a pet store <gasps> yeah. in the mall. Old school pet store, I too. love that scene. And, of course, they bust through the spiders. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> there's a whole creepy spider scene in the middle of this robot-killing horror movie. It's so good. I mean, let's just, let's just hit all the 
hit all the points with this yep. one horror movie. Yes. It's not a movie for subtlety. Okay? When I, I had to explain to Roland, my 10-year-old, what he's like, I've been to, because he's been to Petco and PetSmart and all that, but he's like, you can get a dog at a pet store? I said, you could in those days, but <laughs> you can still get a cat that you adopt. I said, but dogs are only there for adoption now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said, but in those Thank days, goodness. there was a huge debate about, that was a big PETA issue at the time, and ASPCA was big about it too. Yeah. Do not sell dogs from puppy mills or at the pet store. Yeah. So, yeah, that got kicked to the curb i think in the early aughts but yeah so that was interesting i to me the best thing about the movie i agree it's the robots oh god I mean, they're so good they're just you know and the fact that it's three of them and they work as a team there's such teamwork it's like you go up to level what? three and cut them off <laughs> the, i'm gonna stay here if they double back the interview we were watching with kelly maroney where she was like talking about their individual personalities yeah. and she was like comparing one of them to like one of the three stooges she's comparing like one of them to like a john wayne character it was so funny because they really do like have their own little things going on yes which is also preposterous that your security robots would have different personality types yeah i mean it's, <laughs> so that's funny. the whole point of it being a robot is that I know. it doesn't have a personality it's so silly i love it yeah i mean there's <laughs> Blade Runner replicants everywhere going, what? What's this about? I don't have emotions, but they have a personality. <laughs> anyway, so worst thing about the movie for either of you. Okay, listen. I know this is the 80s. I know that like... I already think I know where you're te- going. They're teenagers. I guarantee you do. Um, I yeah. know they're teenagers and... Well, most of them... Okay, that... Let me... I'll segue into my other thing that I don't understand about this movie with that. But, like, y'all were really going to all, like, have sex together in that furniture store? And some of them did. I mean, like, what is that? Three yeah. three of the couples had sex. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, I don't know. I guess maybe if everyone's, like, a consenting adult and they want to, that's fine. But I, I found it very, like, <laughs> jarring. Yeah. I wouldn't want to like go hang out with like three of my other couple friends and be like yeah we'll all like bang together in this furniture store in yeah. a mall i guess that didn't register with me when i was younger i was just like <laughs> oh it's gratuitous really sex weird and that's great um the first time seeing a scene like that jarred me was when i saw fargo mm. and it's the two group two couples having sex in the hotel room at the exact yeah. same time yeah, yeah. Weird. And i'm thinking uh, no 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 no. That's a it's a private event. You should keep it private. I mean yeah. like you do you friends, but it's a very interesting and uh, not a thing <laughs> not a thing for me at least. I would be very uncomfortable. But you know, like yeah. I'll, I, it's, that, I, it's I mean, a very open this is some open-minded children is all I'm saying. Yeah, and I mean like the the nerd <laughs> and the nerd horny. nerd boy and girl who are supposed to be uptight and stuff are cool with just sitting there on the couch watching TV while yeah. and hearing got this all go on with yeah. three people <laughs> They're around like them, laughing you know? about it, which I would have just <laughs> like, died. Hey. I would crawl into my own skin, but well, you know. want another cream soda while we listen to this. Good God. <laughs> and then strange. like, okay, so we're just doing it in a furniture store. I mean, that's right. what? in a mall. Okay. So Come my on. other question and like, if someone else can enlighten me on this, great. But I don't think you will be able to because I've, I've tried and tried to rationalize this. So there's these like, there's like the couples that work in the mall, like in their their partners, and then there's the married couple. 
Right. Like the lady mechanic, badass, and her husband. And like, what are they doing hanging out with this group? How are they connected to this group is what I don't under. I don't understand their connection to the other children. If anything, there are a lot of (laughs) 80s movies and shows where there are relationships between adults and younger adults or teenagers or whatever, where we look at now and immediately our brains go, that's improper. Well, it's not even that's that. That's inappropriate just like, or that's I, just weird. Why would they be hanging out? Like, why would they be yeah. hanging out with these kids? Especially them because, like, they have a home. Right. And a bed. Like, these kids, yeah, like, probably have that. to sneak around their parents and that's fine and, like, I can justify this. But, like, what? what is this married couple doing here? Like, why aren't yeah. they just, like, at their house? And well, then if they're all going to party together, why don't they all go there? I mean, yeah, and to the, gratu- the gratuitous three out of four couples scoring in the same store. Yeah. Isn't there a Macy's or Dillard's or something in there where there's multiple floors and multiple she spots in said yeah. store? Yeah. So maybe you hear so, the faintest of noises. Yeah. Like, oh, so and so. And then y'all can really all watch loud. a movie together later or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know. And what if you'd bought that bed and got it home and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Thank you for shopping at DNA. Oh, is God. Us. The other thing that I, I find very weird is there's a lot of propane in this ball. Yes. That's, <laughs> there's so that's much propane. True. They have a crap load of Man. propane tanks in yeah. the mall. <laughs> I mean, it's good for the our heroes that they do, but, but yeah. wow. they, they're lucky they Scary found that mall. mall with all that propane. <laughs> right. Well, it's, I, you know, I'll say to that point, too. There's also, I mean, and in that in that point in time, the mid-80s, this would have been true. There's a lot of semi and automatic weapons in that mall. Yes, there yes, are. Yes, indeed. It's pretty 80s when you see it and go, or it's just movies in general, when the guys have the weapons and mm-hmm. immediately you can tell they have zero impact <laughs> on said personality robots. We're just going to keep firing, though, because we're, uh. it's like the character in Archer who's constantly yelling suppressing fire and he never hits anything <laughs> yep. and it's is is your fire meant to be distracting to the robots because their brains should work a lot faster than yours so it's Brian funny. what's the worst thing about the movie to you oh it's the same as Christina I mean okay. that whole there, there's uh, <laughs> I'm sure there are people that are that close but I don't have anyone that I'm close enough to want to share no. that I mean, experience with. And I don't even either. like, I feel like even less would I want to share yeah. that experience with people I'm close to. Because then I have to like see them again. Yeah. That would not be erotic at all. I'd be like, hey, friend, remember that time yeah. we yeah. banged it's next like, to each other? No, like, I don't think that's okay. It's like we have that moment we shared. Yeah, It's not for me. No. So yeah, no. should I even own. ask what the most memorable thing about the movie was then? Or was it that? Uh, most memorable thing? Oh, no, it wasn't that. It would have to be, for me, the fact that it is a random lightning strike that yes. starts this whole event. <laughs> That's, That's the good. first thing out of Roland's mouth. A 10-year-old says, where's the rain? I said, yeah, where's the clouds? Yeah. Like, where's the anything? It's a single strike so of fun. lightning just turns these poor kids' world upside down. Yep. Just trying to go to the mall on Halloween and get lucky and stupid lightning. 
I mean, it could be God. God was like, I'm judging you for your choices tonight. You know you're not supposed to have sex until you're married. <laughs> well, and we're going to prove it through this that. movie. This is an evangelical and again, the only, movie. The only survivors are the don't two that were watching TV. So, yes. you know. Yeah. What so, did, yeah, don't have sex kids. This, there you go. It's also memorable, I think, is I... I mean, I, I'm not besmirching any of anyone who's in that career field at all. Believe me, it's it's a nasty job. I don't know anyone who's doing the job of like cleanup or janitorial duties or anything who says, "No, you guys go ahead. I'm going to continue to work." Right. To clean this spot up, it's like, no, it'll be there tomorrow, and I'll clean it up then, yeah. or I'll leave it for the next guy. Hey, I'm not saying that's wrong. That's what I would have done. If I'm doing that job, I'm not sticking around while everybody else is going out for a mid-strength beer. I'm out, too. Yeah. Mop. You know, out of my way, bucket. I'm out of here. So what's the most memorable thing to you, Christina? Mm, like, in a good way? In um, any way. It could uh, be bad. Well, I mean, like, the... the Anytime I think about this movie when I haven't seen it for a few years, I think about all the weird group sex. But um, <laughs> I I enjoy the pet store scene a lot, too. Mm-hmm. And I like to name out what the different types of snakes are. Oh, well. As they slip around. You are a snake around. enthusiast. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was watching it again with Colt the other night, and I was like, that one right there is a corn snake. And what was his reaction? He was like, I know you know what kinds like, of snakes great. are. Yeah, he always just, showing off. <laughs> yeah, I, he kind of gave me the look like, yes, we yeah. know. You know what snakes are called, and that's it's like cool. marijuana, dope, green, gange. Got it. Yeah, I think <laughs> yes, I know what yes, it is. Yes, I yes, know. Right. Now, I, another memorable thing to me, I'll say real quick, is uh, so the character who does get flamed out. Um, God, so good. She is so obnoxious about. What's her boyfriend's name? Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy needs me. Jimmy needs me. Oh, Jimmy, she you're in another movie. She says it at least 15 times. It's she has a two meltdown. In a row, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm like, why would Jimmy need you? I like to think the heat got to her. Uh, she I just, guess. She just couldn't. I, apparently. I, I'm just. Maybe she caught the Which Rona. Which is ironic I, because then she gets lit on fire. Yeah, she's. It's like she won't have a problem with heat anymore. Oh Ever man, again. God, that she's just on fire for so long. It's so crazy. <laughs> right. So, Christina, what would you rate the movie out of ten? Um, objectively, like a, like a five or something. Probably, it's not a good movie. But what does your heart want to give? Oh, it? my heart! My heart loves this movie. My heart gives this movie like a nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in between is a seven. <laughs> so okay, Brian, cool. what about you? <laughs> Um, yes, from an objective standpoint, you, this is not a great movie. No. But on a pure enjoyment standpoint, which I like to rate things on, is it fun and do I enjoy watching it? I would give it an eight. Wow. Yeah, it's, I, I would, I'd probably give it between a seven and an eight. So I'll, I'll go seven and a half. Nice. I find it as entertaining as Lost Boys, but for very different reasons. Very different movie. Yeah. Very different kind of, so, kind of But like. I enjoy it. I, objectively, it's no better than a five. No. I mean, it's... It's a bad movie. I can see why it gets savaged <laughs> by critics. It's it's like, Don't okay, people... we spent money on this. It's interesting, though, that the audience scores are as low. Don't people love this movie? Usually, I thought it was a, like yeah. kind of a culty... I think it is, but it's very niche. Interesting. So. I guess. Okay. I mean, I... Wake up, sheeple. Yeah. 
Check out Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall, baby. <laughs> just, just a uh, again. People have no taste. Uh, the movie I mentioned yesterday, Hubie Halloween, is currently <laughs> the number one viewed movie or TV program on Netflix as of last night. Oh, no. Okay. Well, that answers that, I think. So, what what other before we move on? What other trivia items did you? Oh, have, okay. Christina? So, um, she did some real research. One here, of so. the well, it's not real research. I watched well, half-ass research. I watched the Shutter special, but um, <laughs> so apparently, director uh, Jim Wynorski for this film, he's worked on a ton of B horror movies. Um, was pretty notorious with like the ladies. He's oh. he uh hey had a lot of relationships with his like leading lady scream queens. And uh Kelly Maroney in this Oh no. Oh no no, hold on. Wait, no, this <laughs> is good. Please say no. No, this is good. So Kelly Maroney is the one that played the final girl, Allison Parks, in this uh mm-hmm. film. Final girl, if you don't know being the term of I'm gonna pour a drink the uh the lady who survives. She's the trope survivor of uh of yep. a horror film. It's kind of like a thing that she's we call like Linda Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's always like one in a classic horror trope that survives, and it's usually based on their purity. But anyway, Kelly was like recalling uh, getting cast in this, and apparently, like a lot of it was strongly under the guise of him wanting to hook up with her. Oh, and she shut his shit down really fast, like really, really fast, and kind of like. Kind of like put him in his place, which I thought was really good cool. for her. Yeah, yeah, he deserves it. I'm surprised she was still in the movie. Yeah, after hearing some of the casting calls, you've thrown. It sounds from- like she, uh, she is like self possessed that she had like uh, enough that she had extremely strong boundaries in that way, and she really went on to be quite, uh, quite a scream queen. Yeah, she was yeah. in that. Do you know she's also classically trained actress? That I did not know. Yeah, she's like a Shakespearean actress before she got on soaps. It is interesting when yeah. you say that she, you know, was quick to shut that kind of shit down. Yeah. Because I always, I mean, again, especially as as a teenage boy watching Night of the Comet, that movie was very formative for me just because I loved the way it was done and stuff as a lower budget film, mm-hmm. even though it had a $3 million budget, which then would have been probably about seven to 10 in today's money. But it always struck me as in that movie, it's not about sexual themes. You, I mean, typically there's a lot of, Oh, do you like this guy? Yeah. I like this guy, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot, of, there's no hooking up, but she's the only character in the movie who she doesn't get naked, but she takes her top off. They uh, And it was a very gratuitous, like, she's in the bathroom and has to take her top off so she can basically wash her face. Why? They She talked about that a little bit. She was slated for it. Like, it was always kind of, it seemed expected oh. of her, and she kind of shut that down, too. I it's It was just sort of, like, totally cool. out of place in that movie. Yeah. I mean, again, as a teenage boy, that I, is, was not, that I was not apt like, to say, um, this doesn't need nudity. Sounds like a weird director call, probably, probably <laughs> based it. on the way that went down. I mean, hearing what you're saying, I almost think, yeah. okay, there was probably a compromise in there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Kelly, you're supposed to get topless. And yeah. She's probably, I'm not taking anything off. Yeah. He's like, all right, how about if, how about your bra? Okay. <laughs> so funny. And she said, okay, fine. You know. But yeah, I thought that was really funny to listen to her talk about just like shunning all of those advances and just doing her job. No, that's, I, I mean, I'm glad it's to cool. hear she did that. Good for what her. What other trivia do you have? Um, mm, 
I think I've peppered most of my trivia in. Okay. They talked a lot about like how they made the robots out of like um they're made out of like wheelchair something <laughs> like a piece of the like little cover that goes over the wheelchair wheels is oh. like the main structure of those robots, which I thought wow. was really cool. Um Some kind of sticky plastic. Yeah, something. they went into a lot of detail about that. It was fun. <laughs> No, if you ever cool. get a chance to watch any of those Joe Bob Briggs specials on Shutter, I highly recommend it. He's a hilarious person and does some very serious deep dives. I love I love that kind of research. <laughs> it's cool. Especially when you hear one of my favorites is always when you find out who turned a movie down or who was considered for a part. Yeah. And somebody else got it. It's like, yeah. oh, casting corner. Yeah, they talked about some of that. Kelly came in last minute apparently. Oh. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, and you think yeah. about because you can take people and put them in there, and you're like, okay, that's a totally different movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Chopping Mahal qualifies, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, you'll never know. Apparently, um, you know who else they had uh, come in as a guest, like just guest for that little special he does. Who's that? Old Chris Jericho. Oh my gosh, a little bit he of the bubbly. In, yeah, he was interviewing Chris Jericho, but I can't remember what the movie was now. Whatever they filmed that same day. The demo they guy. Ta- they it talked about it, me. and I was like, yeah. okay, well, we have to watch that too, as <laughs> horror movie, plus this, plus Jericho. So how how happy would it make you if if I won the lottery and said, hey, Christina, we're gonna watch a horror couple of horror movies in the house and we have a guest coming it's chris jericho um, you get to sit next to him and watch these horror movies yeah that'd and be drink pretty, that'd be pretty exciting how excited would you be i'd be pretty excited so we ordered a bottle of a little bit of the bubbly for when, oh. when all this house stuff gets done too. nice so. yep and we have an empty one sitting on your desk boop, so boop. yes so yeah that was so that was shopping mall lots of good trivia thank you for that research that uh, you extensively worked hard on hard watching the, uh, the Brick special on Shutter, but that's okay. Uh, next time, we'll review an, a even more classic horror movie, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. The original Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm excited. So, because I hate remakes of horror movies. They're usually very bad. The original of this was very formative and forged a character who, that everybody knows who it is. So... Very recognizable. Anyway. Freddie Mercury. That's yes, the that's, one. <laughs> that's it. So you nailed it. Good job, Dad. Yeah. Oh, no. So moving on. Cue music. Crazy theater story of the day. This is, again, very loosely theater related. So this one comes from the great state of theater. It just says theater. It's called Shave Him from His Ignorance. I thought it was going to be something very different. I don't don't like that. My boyfriend is very sweet and usually a very intelligent guy. He is kind of clueless when it comes to girls in general, though. We are sitting and talking during a rehearsal for a play we we were both in, and we get on the topic of costumes and makeup. I say, I'm going to need a bit more stage makeup for my face for opening night. I keep finding these little scabs on my face, and I don't know where they come from. It's probably just from scratching pimples. That's gross in and of itself, but whatever. Boyfriend says, or maybe you just cut yourself shaving. I stare at him, somewhat confused and hurt at his comment. He just looks back at me as if he doesn't know what he said. He says, what? I say, you know that women don't normally shave their faces, right? Boyfriend says they don't. 
I say, no, we don't. You honestly thought we did? Boyfriend says, well, I didn't know. I mean, I know you shave your legs and your pits and stuff, so I just thought maybe you guys shaved your face really well every day or something. I'm about to respond when we're both called on stage to continue rehearsal. I don't get a chance to talk to him again until we get in the car to go back home. I'm laughing, and I say, I still can't believe you thought women shaved their faces. Boyfriend says, well, how was I supposed to know? I mean, they've got bearded ladies at the circus and stuff. There's too many problems with this for me to start on. So, that's why the music is definitely behind this. Is that really a theater story or just a stupid dude story? Well, that's why I say it's very loosely tied to theater. They were in a show together. I'm going to give you a really hot take here, which is... Go for it. Number one, women and femme people often do shave their faces. In fact, there are like really cool little like razors that you can get for like... Like your tiny The little hairs. skinny thin ones. Yeah, that can help with skincare. Yeah. Number two, uh, there are plenty of women and female identifying folks that shave their faces. There's nothing wrong with it. Oh, and, there's not. Uh, this story and also, this guy sounds like an idiot. This was uh, from 2012, so it's, uh, it's... A little bit of all of the above. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. There's a lot to <laughs> unpack there, that's for sure. But, yeah, I mean, I... at. At a young age, it, I knew, you know, that women didn't shave their face. In the I would have been way. more yeah. surprised if a woman had said, yeah, I got to go shave my face. Yep. I would have been, why would you shave your face? I mean, so, I would be lying if I said I had never shaved like my unibrow area and or like my cool little mustache. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of women have a mustache of some Normalized some size mustaches. Or, or brow they got to trim back. Mine. I've never really... I've never really known a woman who had like male-style beard hair on their cheeks or their Doesn't chin. Doesn't happen or as like that. often. I've seen where a woman will say, "If I were to not remove the hair from mm-hmm. the side of my face, it would be like wispy, yeah, kind of hair, but not beard hair." Man, I mean, like when I think of beard hair, and I mean, I was gifted, I'll say, a very thick and rough beard from my male lineage. Do you ever beard out? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, he did this uh, yeah, I did during quarantine. Most I don't of the think time I've ever seen COVID. you with a beard. Hmm. No, it's, uh, and I I mean, it'll, I can grow a full beard in three weeks. Whoa. So it doesn't take long. And so shaving for me is a pain in the ass. Um, so yeah, I've gone to where I'm only that. shaving once a week right now. Uh, but yeah, Noice. with a woman, I, I've never heard of a woman having like rough stubble beard. Yeah. Outside, like a mustache, yes. Just but, depends. So, yeah, I just, it's not theater, really, but no. I thought it was interesting. So, Buddy. so let's move on. It's time. We're taking another trip down that trail. Oh, boy. We're going to Oregon. Uh-oh. So, we went a couple of podcasts ago, Yeehaw. and we went old school, like lots, original DOS game version of it. Lots of bear shooting. So what I found in researching is that because I said I wanted to try the more a little bit more updated version where you could buy medicines and somebody gets a snake bite and you got to say I'm going to suck the venom out and or administer Vaseline or something like that gives you all the choices. Cure your chlamydia. Yeah, exactly. So 
because I don't suck venom for anybody. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> even my sons. So sorry, guys. You get bit by wow. a snake. I'm dragging you to the doctor, but yeah, I'm not I'm sucking the venom. Telling your children this. So what I did find find is a site, a website called TravelOregon.com/slash/the-game, and it is a very modern version. It's meant to be tourist, uh, tourist attraction type material. Wow. It's very interesting. So yeah. I'll take you through it, and you'll see how different it is. You're not traveling. I'll start it with you're not traveling from Missouri to Oregon. You're in Oregon traveling around Oregon or Oregon, depending on how you say it. So on the journey, and we did have a replacement. Uh, <clears throat> Brian's now looking at himself and getting a good chuckle. No, I'm, I'm just looking at the uh, yeah the, the, the different professions, professions this time. Yeah. So I did borrow some from these. On the journey... Are Paul as the captain again. I was not a good captain last time. Only wow. I made it. You're just the captain every time, huh? Yeah, well, it's, you know, I have an ego. A professional fly fisherman who loves telling long, rambling stories and eating ruffles. Attracts. Brian, a surfer who likes to tell people he was one <laughs> week away from publishing his collection of short stories about aliens from the planet Coldcock. Are these... Automatically I mean, generated? Okay, cool. <laughs> Christina, a pet psychic who also dabbles in apple farming. Hell yeah. Uh, Robin, <laughs> you were in the car and we kicked your ass out because you never come anyway. <gasps> so, Leah, an out-of-work dental assistant <laughs> who is addicted to Instagram and Danielle Steele novels. Ooh. Oh my god. And Eileen, a circus performer who keeps a bug collection and wrote a book about Icelandic cuisine. What a doll. <laughs> so, yes, we have some peaches with us. We bought supplies, which this time did not include wagon axles or wagon tongues or oxen. We bought five cups of artisanal coffee, four six-packs of craft beer, mm. two snow chains, two newspapers, because Brian and I are old and we'll read them, ten pairs of dry socks, apparently we have the clothes on our back, one spare tire, one gas can, and four bottles of kombucha. 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 We bought some you of that. You ever had kombucha? We figured you guys might like that. So mm. That's not super inaccurate. You kind of hit all the things with the coffee, the craft beer, and the kombucha. I mean, it's, there's other stores along the way that have very interesting stuff. Um, so this is a basic I'll let Brian play trip. and see. Mm. Because Paul's ancestor had successfully made it to the Willamette Valley in 1848. <laughs> Good job, buddy. We set out from there and started with a local winery for a tasting. The doorman outside asked our birth date. We told them Brian was born December 15, 1905, and they let us in. <laughs> Brian was then mistaken for a sommelier, and it said, quote, see how long you can pretend to be an expert, unquote. <laughs> Swear to God, that's in the game. It didn't say your name, but it said, they mistake you for a sommelier. Wow. Brian threw out six lines of stuff he remembered from somewhere, but after that, the game was up when he was asked, what do you call the tiny particles in wine? To which Brian said, Dusty Wusties. There's music. Because Brian's playing along. <laughs> I'll just keep it up. That's fine. You got some mausoleum music in there? We then chatted up a local, no joke, named Nick the Magician. <laughs> and since it was Robin, now Leah, Leah thought he was cute, so she engaged him in conversation and even yeah, got a business card. I out bet of she did. This tracks. We'll see how that pans out. 
After Eileen and Christina laughed hysterically about Nick and his business card, Tracks. we got in the car and drove to Silver Falls State Park for a picnic. Weather was listed as, quote, just lovely. Morale was, quote, excellent. And we had a full tank of gas. Once there, we decided to go truffle hunting. Somehow we became truffle hunting dogs and were told to, quote, avoid the bad mushrooms, unquote. We, we did gather 20 truffles, and despite Brian wanting to sell them at $15 per, probably for drugs, we kept them for later. <clears throat> then we went to the, star, the store, came and talked, and bought a corkscrew, a fancy cheese tray, <gasps> some yes. ibuprofen for Christina and Eileen, who were shit-faced by now, and what? a bottle of Pinot Noir. We then proceeded on to Portland to see where all the raging fires in the city might be, if Portland. any. On the way, we stopped at a campsite for the night, and Leah decided to tell us all a scary story. She told us one about a hitchhiker with a hook hand, and then Brian tried to top that with a story about being crushed by student loan debt, to which the reply was, quote, everyone's heard that one, unquote. We all then passed out, the ladies from wine and the guys from pickle-flavored whiskey. Goodbye. Back on the road, we got an update that said Christina is tired of Paul's music. <laughs> After they argued about it for a while, they settled on some Frank Primato songs that no one had ever heard, ever. We went to a store in Portland where prices were outrageous and bought an ox cord and ice cream for everyone but Eileen. She was being punished for making obscene gestures at other drivers. We then set out, for, we then set out and Eileen got carsick on the way. Brian and Leah said, suck it up, and we kept driving. I was then asked by the game. Offer Christina an ox cord? Yes or no? So I said no. And then that, for that reason, I suppose, Christina died. What? Oh. You died. I died? Yes. Of lack of ox I, I guess cord? This game's stupid. We threw her body into a nearby pond, and then after 15 miles, we stopped for a hike. Well, that doesn't sound off at all. Brian read verses from the Book of Satan in Christina's honor, and we forged oh, ahead. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so we thought of you. Anytime. Hail Satan. Then, without warning, Eileen died. We threw her body in the trunk so we could put her in the night deposit box at the next what? funeral home. We took a break to go to a local hockey game where we got to throw t-shirts to the crowd, and they were spaced out. We were told we did not have it what it takes because Brian had a noodle arm. On the road to Mount Hood, we stopped at a truck stop where we met Truckin' Carl, who challenged us to an arm wrestling match. We all said no because we didn't have hazmat suits to touch his hand, and Carl apologized. We did not accept his apology, and he said, quote, Fine, I'm no longer sorry, unquote. Check out Truckin' Carl with the proper grammar. Almost to Mount Hood, Paul drank too much coffee and needed to hit the bathroom, it said, which meant the side of the road. We decided to go skiing and met Chad the Skier, who said, quote, I'm Chad the Skier. My dad is important and I have cool hair. You'll have to use the arrow keys to avoid obstacles and look for speed boosts if you want to beat my record. Good luck. We crashed into other skiers, a church, and a squirrel. Although Leah did get Chad's phone number and immediately nice. friended him on Instagram. Hell yeah. And go found Leah. his extensive no-shirt photo collection. Yes, seems, Leah, go. Seems uh, reasonable. <laughs> that would have been Robin, so. Also Robin. Go Robin and Leah. It's appropriate go. for both of you. We tried a shortcut on the way to Rowena Creek Loops and got lost. Leah panicked and ran off into the wilderness. No. So she's presumed dead. Brian and I arrived at the Loops and tried a mountain biking race, which we lost because Paul was too drunk to finish. 
On our way from there, we stopped at a gas station and bought a bunch of beef jerky and water. Getting close to Anthony Lakes, my ox cord broke and Christina's ghost chortled. (gasps) Yeah. We passed through Anthony Lakes and Painted Hills, but on the way from there, Brian got an ice cream headache. So we had to stop for some whiskey. I gave Brian an ibuprofen, too, so he felt better. We stopped to hunt and shot three moose, but we could only carry 100 pounds back. Brian stuffed it all down and went into, quote, a food coma. Once he woke up, Brian started... All these are inputs from the game. Brian started backseat driving. Paul wondered why Brian was sitting in the backseat anyway, even though Brian... But even though Brian had a fly sitting on his hair, he evaded the question. What? Then an update said, Paul is getting on Brian's nerves. Paul yelled at Brian. They had to fix a flat tire, which was successful. On our way to Three Sisters, whatever that is, even though Brian got excited, Duck stole our fancy cheese tray. We got a team. Yeah, apparently. We got a team of dogs to pull our car to Benham Falls, and Brian told them to mush. After we got there, Beaver stole our coffee, and on our way to Crater Lake, Brian's phone was dying. Paul received a text and was asked, do you want to read your text? Which he said yes, which got him pulled over for distracted driving, oh, which also uh-huh. came with a fine of $260. Good for the Good. Then Brian's phone died, but yeah. we stopped and bought a charger, so all was well. We tried a shortcut to Shore Acres State Park, but got lost for four hours, and Brian developed a condition described as, quote, wet socks. <laughs> that hurt his feelings somehow, and Paul refused to apologize, after which time Brian died. Oh, Ducks then stole God. Paul's ibuprofen, and he got sick, car sick, probably from too much bourbon. But about 50 miles later, Paul died. Wow. So we all died. Okay. So we saw, or Paul and Brian saw a lot of Oregon, but not all of it. The moral of the story, don't road trip in Oregon, not worth it. It does seem a strange website to try to, you know, pimp your state and traveling through it, and then they kill all of you. That's yeah. the charm of Oregon Trail, though, right? When somebody died, I so. immediately I was like, wait, people are going to die in this? <laughs> we were supposedly all friends going on a road trip. I like how easily we died. Yeah, it didn't say what we things. died of. I mean, nobody had syphilis. Nobody had coronavirus. To be fair, if I were subjected to terrible music and not allowed to use an ox cord, I probably would die. Yeah, that's why I said your ghost chortled. You were still in the car, just not your your body. Are you kidding? If I go, I am haunting you bitches forever, for life. (laughs) For life, you'll never be able to get rid of my ghost. So, hope you enjoyed this trip down the trail. Now we're going to move on. Cue music. To Christina's sexist or racist casting call. Me? It's your turn. Brian is looking at licenses for Oregon people or something. (laughs) I'm glad I got you on Pokemon. I'm uh, I'm helping the bartender by checking the. Oh, you're checking IDs. Checking IDs for him. Yeah. What have we done? I don't know. You. Good job, Dad. What have you done? Well, it's not as bad as Pokemon. So, what do you have a racist or sexist casting call today? You tell me. Both. You tell Do you have one that's both? Just wait for it. Okay. Okay. Bring it. So this comes to us again from Success Cat Casting Cole's Tweeter. Um, today's listing is for a character named Chandra Mahajan. Okay. <clears throat> I'm already scared. Female. You better be. Female aged 19 to 25 
Indian slash French or any other ethnicities specifically listed in parentheses. Early uh, 20s, a fashion model. Tall. Those all caps. Uh, okay. Prefer 5'8 plus. Beautiful. Thin. Highly sexualized. Oh. A bisexual who leans toward men. Okay. <laughs> leans toward. Okay. Charming. So is that like toward. a 60-40 split? Uh, I'm going to let you decide uh, what gender wrote this. <laughs> yeah, what's the split here? Casting call. Um, obsessed with her looks slash weight because of the industry's demands. Okay. I'll let that hang for a second. The industry, yeah. Edgy, good-hearted, naive. Ethnicity. <laughs> oh, we're back to ethnicity. Okay, <laughs> so there's a separate, so that's the description. Here's okay. the ethnicity call. Caucasian. Latino slash Hispanic, Native American, Middle Eastern, ethnically ambiguous slash mixed race. So what? Yeah, you know, what races would that not cover? Antarctic. I mean, so, ambiguous race. I mean, like a mutt. Is that what they're saying? So it's really cool because I, I heard uh, anyone but black. So uh, it's really cool because, like, literally up above, it's Indian slash French slash any other ethnicities listed below. And then, you know, like, a really cool description for a very full-fledged character, uh, right? Because they're thin, highly sexualized, bisexual, but mostly likes men. But, like, I'm going to assume, like, lets their boyfriend watch them make out with the chick time to time. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Cool, cool. Neat. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, Caucasian, Latino, Hispanic, Native American, Middle Eastern, ethnically ambiguous. But yes, it does not list anything about this being a black actress. So yeah. it does sound like anyone, anyone but, but a black actress. Yeah. Very cool casting call. Because what I was thinking in there was yeah. like the only really region it didn't mention was Africa. Isn't thinking, that okay, insane? Blacks in general. So yeah, I mean they literally European blacks, North American blacks. Don't bother. My my up. favorite is the top, the Indian slash French, which I guess is what the character yeah, is. Yeah, what I. Okay. I guess they're. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's, that's not in a their actual background. Yeah, maybe that's like their actual like. Maybe that's in the plot. Indo French. I mean. I guess maybe I don't know. Okay. It sounds like a really cool role. I, I mean, who wouldn't want to play that? Yeah, who wouldn't who, want to play this beautiful, thin, highly sexualized, uh, biphobic role? And edgy. You gotta be edgy. You, but you gotta be naive too. Yeah. You gotta be edgy and naive. Do you <laughs> have thinking, the range to play edgy, this role? How can you be edgy and good-hearted at the same time? <laughs> Let me guess. The her love interest is forty points. I mean, who knows? Probably. <laughs> you know, you know, vaguely ethnic man of loose morals. Yeah. If I had to put over the age, of if 50. I had to put some cool money on it, I would say it's a very generic white dude doing a white savior mm. nonsense. I was struck trope. by the nineteen to twenty five, and then it said mid, like early twenties. Yeah the the Which actual the listing at the top says nineteen to twenty five, and then it says early twenties in the early, character yeah, description. There you go. Yeah. Still, okay. still the same about range that we see in all of these. Just. Another, Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Another like a, casting uh, call that restores your faith in humanity, right? Uh, Owen Wilson vehicle, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Wow. But I if it goes not. straight to oh video, it's a Luke yeah. Wilson property. Yeah, this is a pretty rough one. Um, yeah. 
I mean, that's straight out of the Harvey Weinstein Hall of Shame. Jesus, just let's yeah. just don't be racist. Let's start there, let's, let's, and then yeah. let's, let's let's work not be our one. let's work our way from there. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of, let's not. Let's move on to Brian's favorite feature. That was a good segue. Wild and zany dad. Thank you. Yes. Wild and zany dad jokes of the day. Music. And we're ready, Brian. Why do melons have weddings? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because they can't elope. Ah. Leah, are you listening to these? <laughs> was that funny? Yes. No, it wasn't. No, don't Say support no. this. Don't support this. Don't encourage. Watch her when he says them. Don't look at him. All right, he's got another one. I know he does. Come on, Brian. No. And he's giggling, so it must be really... No, stop giggling. <laughs> God. Why did the old man fall in the well? I want to fall in a well. Because he couldn't see that well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, gosh. Take my body, throw it in the well. <laughs> uh, y- you know what? I mean, oh in that God. theme, I'll actually share with you that I found a website that has funny mom jokes on it. <gasps> what does that even mean? It's called scarymommy.com oh, slash funny mom jokes. And it says funny mom jokes because she's way funnier than dad. Just don't tell him that. So let's have a couple of mommy jokes. I don't like this. Are you reading them? Are you mommy? I am reading them. Oh my god. As mommy. Uh, it does feel like a female should read these jokes. Why? Leah, come Leah, over, come over here and read these jokes. Welcome, so here. Uh, welcome stand, Leah stand Barrett close to the to show. Me. Leah's going to talk. So read read number 9. Why did the cookie cry? Because his mother was away for so Nice. You like that, Christina? She looks very sad. I mean, these are just dad jokes. <laughs> now read 11. Hate Here's everything. the next one. Hate it all. <laughs> what do you call a small mom? Minimum. Uh, nice. Brian I likes don't them. like that this is picking up support. <laughs> okay, I'll read number eight. Why is a computer so smart? Because it listens to its motherboard. Oh, that one's bad. How about that one? Oh, we got a negative out of Brian for that one. Two thumbs down yeah. from Everson. Well, you did three mom jokes. Uh, that means yeah, drop I mean, another one. There's one more. I might have done that on purpose. Yeah. A cheese factory exploded in France. No. Debris was everywhere. Oh my God. <laughs> You're only allowed to have two. <laughs> this isn't fair. I might have to loop the music for this. <laughs> Why? Um, because it's that kind of day. No. Oh, wow. Ooh. I, I, I don't know how we top that. So as another seg, let's move on to closing rants. I mean, okay. So I'm going to start because I have one. Ooh. It's a small traffic-related one. I have a lot of car rants I could go on. But I saw this happen for at least the third time in the last three or four weeks. And I don't know if it's the Rona making drivers crazier I think people have been driving worse since Corona, at least in this town. So 
and I, I, I'm not, it was not necessarily a geriatric driver. It wasn't somebody that I looked at and go, okay, they, you know, they should have known better. It looked like just a standard, regular driver, <clears throat> some guy. He pulls out of his driveway and he's in a, he's on a two lane road and it's got bike lanes on it. And he gets in the bike lane. It's a yeah. wide bike lane and he just rides the bike lane the entire way down the road at least so a mad. mile Mm-mm. and then here it gets even better as i'm in the regular the actual car lane but i'm far enough back that if he wanted to slide over into the real lane he could he doesn't slide into just my lane he w- swerves all the way across into the turn lane to go left so now he's gone all the way across traffic and he could have just taken out a whole team of bikers, and now he's going to cross over as if, hey, I'm going to turn now, and you're going to wait for me. And through all of it, even in the actual turn, no turn signal. No left signal. I admit I am a stickler for signals. Do cars here have turn signals? Oh, I've, I've wondered <laughs> that sometimes. Is that, does that car come not standard with I turn just... signals? And it's, uh, I mean, the signal thing is one thing, but the bike lane is not a car lane, people. As much as bikers, and I mean people on bicycles, tend to bother the crap out of me when they suck up half the road on a Saturday. That said, there's a bike lane for a reason. It's Mm -hmm. for bikes, not cars. So I don't care how wide the bike lane is. You don't drive in the bike lane. Well, and it's just, not a lane for they'll bikes. They'll die. I mean, like or for cars. Like it's just they're vulnerable little hum- squishy humans. Like just they'll die. Like don't hit them. Well, it's <laughs> like I don't mean, drive in their even lane. Even if there's no bikes out there, it's not a car yeah. lane. Why is it so hard? I don't know, man. Okay, Jimmy, I'm stopping. Who's next? Who's got a rant? Uh, since you brought it up, uh, I would like to do the reverse rant. If there's a bike lane, the bikers need to stay off the road. You're not a car. Yes. That drives yes. me insane. Amen. Don't get in the, 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 the real street when there's a bike lane right next to you and go your 15 to 20 miles an hour. It may feel like you're flying on your bike, but you're going slow. Stay in your lane. Don't block Just traffic. follow yep. the rules, people. Totally agree. Christina, bring us home. What's your rant? I don't want to say anything mean. I'm happy. We'll say something happy then. I've had three pumpkin beers. I'm really happy. And were they tasty? They're delicious. They're hashtag basic. Hashtag basic. Yep. B-A-S-I-C, bitches. I'm in a delightful place. I've yes. eaten 10 million pounds of Halloween She's, candy in the last few weeks. Which the kids don't get. Yeah. They that, don't deserve it. Y'all, that bowl of Halloween candy that I stole and took home from them and told them they couldn't have any more is like almost gone. Wow. <laughs> Oh, Good we on ate, you. like all of it. <laughs> They're never getting any now. Like I said, no. good on you. It's no. a good time. So they, they don't deserve candy. You're right, but yeah. I do. Yeah. Yes, you By do. Golly. So at your house, you get candy. Yeah. Here, no. So that was today's maxi pod, super maxi pod, and we even had a guest commentator to tell some mom jokes. Who's not a mom and neither am I. So uh, we will uh, come back to you next time again with some Nightmare on Elm Street. We'll have some other fun features. 
probably won't go to the Oregon Trail again for a while because that's exhausting. Yeah. If nothing, if for no other reason than just taking the notes. Mm. Um, but I will be coming back from that magical land in Florida where it, apparently you're supposed to always be happy that Walt Disney created. I'm sure I will have a rant when I'm back. I already know one rant that I could give anytime, but I won't say it. So Can't we appreciate wait. you guys listening and I'll rant when we're, we're off the air. Um, we appreciate you listening and I hope you continue to tune in if you are and give us a like and comments and call GCT. Come see our or sign up to see our War of the Worlds presentation. Brian, you want to plug that at all? Uh, no. Okay. So <laughs> no, see it or It'll don't see it. We don't care. It'll be good. <laughs> so oh. that's October 30th. Yeah, 31st. 31st on Halloween, Saturday. So join us for that. And uh, call us, ask us what we got going on, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you. Me. Yeah, don't call anyone. <laughs> don't call, call Leah. Me. She'll talk to you. So thanks very much, and talk to you later. Bye.